brand new from Mary Mac Bakehouse, the Pancake Gift Box. Order a loved one breakfast this Christmas at merrymacpodcast.com. Contains two bags of pancake mix, coffee, syrup, and a Mary Mac gift. That's merrymacpodcast.com. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today it's jelly donuts. Well, actually, jam donuts. Well, actually, yes, jam donuts. We made today jam-filled donuts because it's Hanukkah and jam-filled donuts are a traditional Hanukkah food. The Jewish name of these donuts is Sovgenyot. Ah, you don't know this, but I've said that 10,000 times to get it right. So, <laughs> um, so this is a, a recipe that I have actually made. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how long I've been making these donuts. I, I don't make them particularly for Hanukkah. I make them whenever I feel like making them, but they are something that is enjoyed during Hanukkah. So I decided this would be a good time to do this recipe, mainly because someone asked me like two weeks ago if I made jelly donuts, and I, I kind of like, yeah, I make jelly donuts, but I didn't really think about it at the time, and I thought, oh, I wonder if they wanted to order jelly donuts or something, and and I was like clueless, which I usually am when people ask me questions, you know, that I should be able to answer. But anyway... It got me thinking. I thought, oh boy, I haven't made them in a while, so uh, I thought I would make them. Now, I used to make these all the time because my husband bought me a really nice deep fryer that was like a bigger size deep fryer. So we fried stuff all the time, and I started making donuts. I probably made them like once a month. I made fried donuts, and man, I, I filled them with jam and whipped cream and chocolate whipped cream and all kinds of stuff. And then finally I said, we, we have to stop eating these because we're going to, we're just going to die from eating all this fried food. So I haven't made them in a while, but they're really, to me, they seem, they're not that difficult to make. They're time consuming a little bit. They're well worth the effort and they're not that hard to make. It's a fairly simple dough. I think if you wanted to try and make them, you know, if you're home, if you have a Saturday or a Sunday morning free or something, you'd like to make them. I think you would enjoy making them and I know you would enjoy eating them. They're really good. So what you'll need to do this, this recipe makes, um, depending upon how big you make them, this recipe is going to make about two dozen donuts. Okay. And you're going to need a few ingredients that you'll have around the house. There's nothing crazy here except maybe the jam. So you'll need a jar of jam to fill, uh, let me think, to fill two dozen donuts, you're probably going to need about two jars of jam that are like, they're probably like an eight ounce size jar of jam, maybe 10 ounce size jar of jam. I use the Aldi special jam. They have a, a line of jams that are all fruit and they use real sugar. They're very dense types of jams, really, really good. So I use that, the Aldi brand, but they also have like the Palaner all fruit would be really good in these or a very high, you want to use a very high mainly fruit jam, the real kind of jam, not the kind that you get like at a bargain store where it's largely a clear liquid with a few random pieces of fruit floating in it. Don't use that. Traditional jams that are used in these donuts uh, it used to be like all strawberry. That's all they ever put in them. But 
then everybody started branching out with flavors. So now they put just about anything in these jams, especially in Israel. They go all out and they make just about anything you can imagine in these, any kind of filling you can imagine. Caramel's real popular. Apricot is very popular and raspberry. So uh, I used raspberry jam, but you can use uh, just about any kind of filling. But if you want to go traditional, you can do strawberry, raspberry, or apricot jam. Those are all good. So you'll want to have your jam. Your jam, when you're going to fill, is going to be at room temperature. So you know, if you have some in the refrigerator that you're going to use, get it out ahead of time so it can come to room temperature. Okay, now for the donut part, you're going to need a total of about four cups of all-purpose flour. But to start the mix in the bowl, you'll need two and a half cups of flour, a fourth cup of granulated sugar, regular old white sugar, uh, one teaspoon of salt, one tablespoon of yeast or one yeast packet, and you're going to mix those dry ingredients up in a big bowl. I like to knead right in the bowl, so I use a big, it's about a 28-quart bowl that I have. So if you have something like that, like a, a, a very large bowl that you can knead in, use that. Now for your liquid ingredients, you're going to add one and a half cups of very warm water, a fourth cup of canola oil, and one egg that's been beaten. And what I do is I mix those all together and then pour that into my dry ingredients. Now you're going to take a wooden spoon and you're going to stir that until it all starts to come together. When it's all mixed together and there's no dry flour left in the bowl, it start to wrap around the spoon a little bit. You're going to scrape your spoon off and then you're going to just add a very small amount of flour at a time, like about an eighth of a cup or a quarter of a cup of flour and knead. And you're going to knead it for probably about six to eight minutes and just add small amounts of flour. Try not to go over four cups total. But just add a little bit of flour at a time until your dough is like a nice, smooth, slightly sticky dough. So it'll still maybe stick to your finger a little bit, but not too bad. And you can turn it and knead it without it sticking all over the place. Okay, when you get your dough like that, then you're going to place it into a bowl that's been oiled, set it in and flip it over so your dough is all oiled, and then cover that with plastic wrap and let it rise for about an hour and a half or till it's doubled in size. Now, while you're doing that, you can get your other stuff ready, your finished donut stuff ready. So you're going to need a cooling rack covered with two layers of paper towels, and you're going to need a pan for frying in. I used my Dutch oven. That's about, it's probably about a 10-inch round Dutch oven, and I put an inch and a half deep of canola oil in it. That's what I use in my bread dough, and that's what I use for frying because it's just, it's a nice oil. It doesn't leave an odd flavor ever, so it works well for everything. So that's the type of oil I use in my dough, and that's what I use to fry in. So um, you can put that on. Don't turn your heat on until you're, you know, getting getting down to the nitty-gritty there. And then get your jam out, like I said, and have that coming to room temperature. And you're going to need some granulated sugar also for coating the donuts. So if you want to prep that, get that ready. Now, what you're also going to need is a cotton towel or two for your donuts to rise on and be covered by. And you're going to need a cutter that's about a three-inch diameter circle. So if you have a cookie cutter that's that size or a biscuit cutter 
or if not any of those things, you can use a glass, a thin glass that's about three inches diameter, and you'll need a little bit of flour for working with, okay? So once your dough is doubled in size, you're going to punch it down and knead it a little bit, and then you're going to put it out on a very nice, lightly floured surface and press it out like you're making a big rectangular pizza crust. And you don't want to go too thin on it, but I would say not quite a half inch thick. You know, press it all out so you're not quite a half inch thick. You don't have to roll it out with a rolling pin or anything like that because it would tend to really get thin and then you're going to have way more donuts than you probably want to have. Okay, once you get it pressed out, you're going to take your cutter and dip it in flour and cut out your circles and very carefully lift those up and put them onto your towel, which has been lightly floured. Set them out on your towel, leave about an inch between each donut, and then once they're all cut out, sprinkle a little bit of flour on top of them and set another towel on top, and you're going to let those rise for about 15 minutes. While those are rising, go back to your oil in your pan and turn that on medium heat, and you want to heat that to 375 degrees. You want it to be that hot because if it's cooler than that, what happens is the oil tends to soak into the donut instead of just frying it. So if you get your oil nice and hot when you um, put your donuts in, they'll fry and like seal it so they won't be greasy. So once your oil is ready, you're going to take five or six of your little dough donuts and set them on a plate, carry them over to your oil and very carefully using a slotted spoon, set them into the hot oil. And you're going to put them in and turn them, turn them, turn them, so they fry evenly. If you leave them sit, you can leave them sit and fry, but what happens is the top of the donut puffs up, and then when you try to flip them over, they won't stay flipped over to fry the other side. I know this from experience, I can tell you. It's, it's not good. So just flip them, flip them, and it only takes, it takes less than a minute for them to fry. And if you have your cooling rack right on your stovetop next to the pan you're frying in, have your cooling rack with paper toweling on it. You can remove them right out of the oil, drain them a little bit over the pan, and then put them on your cooling rack covered with paper toweling and let them drain. And just keep frying until you've got them all done. This took me approximately like 10 minutes to fry all the donuts. So it, it, it goes pretty fast, okay? Once they're all on the cooling rack and they're cooked, shut your uh, oil off, remove it from the heat, and then carry your cooling rack over to the table where you're going to be working. And you want to let your donuts cool to where they're, you know, warm enough to handle. You don't have to, you don't have to wait till they're completely cool before you start filling them. But, you know, when they're warm enough to handle, you can start working with them. You have your granulated sugar there to roll your donuts in, and you want to have your jam, take your jam now out of the jar into a bowl and stir it up. And then, this is the part I forgot to mention. Oh, I can't believe it. Um, You need a pastry tip or an icing tip to fill the donuts with. So what I did, I have an icing bag set with regular icing tips and A lot of people probably have that. You might not use it too often, but you probably have it. If you don't have it, you can always find them at like a dollar store or any, usually any grocery store in the same area where they have 
like the cupcake wrappers yeah. and sprinkles. Yeah. The icing tips, like icing tip packs are always right by the sprinkles and cupcake wrappers. Yeah, and you want to look for a tip. It can either be a star tip or a straight tip that's got about a quarter inch opening or three-eighth inch opening. And what I do is I use uh, quart-sized Ziploc bags all the time anymore for icing bags. So put your tip, cut a corner of your one-quart bag, a little tiny triangle off of it, and slide your tip down into there. And then um, what I do is I stand that in a drinking glass and I fill whatever I'm going to be doing. I put it into the bag while it's standing in the drinking glass. It makes it a little easier to do. So I scoop my jam into the bag and I pressed the air out of it real careful while it was still in the cup and zipped it shut. Then I took my donuts and try to work from the same direction so you don't get confused like I did. But um, I take a butter knife and I poke into the donut, the side edge of the donut, and then I wiggle it back and forth just to make a little opening inside of the donut. And then I take my bag with jam in it and I put the tip down into that hole and squeeze jam into it lightly so it doesn't fly out everywhere and just enough to fill the donut okay then after you fill your donut roll it around in your bowl of granulated sugar and set it aside you can put it on a clean paper toweling or a plate that's been prepared set it aside and that's how you fill them up and they go pretty quick Really, from start, it took my, you know, took the dough an hour and a half to rise. But by the time I had fried them, filled them, and rolled them in sugar, maybe took a half hour to 45 minutes. So like I said, it goes pretty fast. And there you have jam-filled donuts. Or the other thing that I could say and try to pronounce again. Sofgenyat. <laughs> Sofgenyat. There you have your sofgenyat. Now, I ran out of jam when I made mine this morning because I only had one jar of jam. So the rest of them, I just rolled in sugar and made them sort of like a fried donut. And I thought, you know, these are pretty much, this is like pretty much what you do when you make beignets. And I kind of thought, hmm, you could probably use this same dough for beignets. So I looked up my beignet recipe because I thought it was about the same. And it is. There's not a lot of difference in this recipe and the beignet recipe. The only real difference is the liquid part of it, where this recipe calls for one and a half cups of water. You would use one cup of evaporated milk and half a cup of water. And then add a teaspoon of vanilla, and that's the main difference. So if you, if you decide to pull this recipe back out around Mardi Gras and make beignets... To celebrate, all you have to do is use the same recipe, substitute uh, one cup of the water with one cup of evaporated milk, add a teaspoon of vanilla, and do the exact same thing. Except when you make beignets, you cut them into squares. So what you're going to do is pat your rectangle out and take a pizza cutter and roll through it, and poof, you have beignets. Nice little square fried pillows. So now you've got two festive holiday recipes, two recipes in one. <laughs> now, when you make beignets, do you fill them with jam as well? No, I do not. I think some people do fill them, 
but they are traditionally not filled. They're just basically like fried dough. So it's, it's kind of the, you know, if you, if you want to make, if you just want to make fried dough, you do the exact same thing as all of this, except you just use regular bread dough, good old regular white bread dough. And you mix it in, you roll it around in granulated sugar, and then you have fried dough. Look at that. There's three recipes in this, three recipes, but the, I I'm telling you, you should try once in your life. You should try to make these donuts because they there is nothing nothing on earth as good as a fresh jam filled donut nothing so you really should try it i i actually uh i i did a lot of research on the sufkan yacht so that i could you know for the podcast it doesn't sound like i did but i really did and i found um the best article i found in all of my research was on uh, this site. It's called JewishAction.com, and the article is called "The Whole H O L E Truth About Sofgenyot," and it is a very good article. Lots of historical references in it, but the one thing that really made me laugh is that they had a um, survey of during Hanukkah in Israel, the percentage of people that eat jelly donuts during Hanukkah, 80% of the population has one a day over the eight days of Hanukkah. So that is a large population of donut eaters. I cannot imagine what it smells like all over Israel. Delicious. <laughs> during Hanukkah. It smells it great. Like, you can't walk down the street. You're going to go in every bakery. That's what it's going to be like. So they are so popular, and not just popular because they're they're a holiday food, but popular because they're so good. And like I said, the, the flavor options are unreal. That they they do everything with these, and they're they they decorate them even. And but the best, I think, the best way is just like this, just like the basic dough and the jam filling and rolled in granulated sugar i think is the best that's the best way for me so i think that's i think that the everybody should try this especially during hanukkah if you like to learn about other cultures and other ethnic foods and you know step outside of your own cooking experience and test your cooking skills if you if you like to do something like that this is a good one to try cuz it's it's pretty basic and once you do this you could you can make all kinds of things like i said there's there's several different recipes you can make that are very similar to this so once once you try it and then oh this thing too once your oil is cool let your oil cool and settle and then find yourself a nice leftover jar that's about a quart jar with a tight fitting lid and use a funnel and a sieve and strain your oil very carefully through the sieve into a jar and put a lid on it so you can reuse it for something else because it really doesn't have a lot of stuff. Like if you let everything settle and you don't pour the little bits of flour that might have been on your dough in or whatever, your oil's still good. You could use it too. You could make jelly donuts next weekend, for goodness sakes. You could make them every day. You could you could do You could do so many fried things, but... <laughs> I hate to waste the oil, you know. Yeah, this is a this is just a a really good traditional thing to eat through the holiday season, and I think you'll really enjoy it. 
So look up that article and learn all about these jelly donuts and why they're eaten at Hanukkah and um, do something fun this week. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Merrimack Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Merrimack and Merrimack Podcast, and on our website, merrimackpodcast.com. Sofgenyot. No. Sofgenyot. Yes. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.